She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. All right, let's do it. Yes, welcome to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge. I'm Jerry. She's Karen. Yes, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And on this show, we're going to talk about a couple things. Wait, it's our After Dark show. (gasps) It's our first show. She Said, He Said, After after Dark. After Dark, first time we've ever filmed at night. Yes, at night. The whole vibe is Doing a podcast at night. Yeah, it's After Dark. So if I slip up with, you know, curse words and stuff, it's okay. It's Nothing's going to happen. No, nothing. But So don't worry. Just in case I did. We'll just know that we're doing this late at night. Yeah, there you go. On today's show, you were saying. Uh, yeah, thank you. Sorry. On today's show, yes. we're going to talk about such topics as. Um, are, are you on the same page? Yeah. That's the question, Are you folks. on the same page? Are you on the same page? Are you even in the same book? As a couple. Are you on the same page typically mm-hmm. or not? Or do you skip a page? And how do you make it work if not? Because, you know, Karen and I, we strive to be on the same page on many different levels. Yes. In many different chapters, so to speak. And sometimes oh, wow. it wasn't always easy. And no. we're on different pages, different books, different <laughs> libraries. Oh, my. Wow. I don't know if we were on different libraries. Well, okay, I could go with maybe different books. Okay, different Different books. libraries. So we're wondering if other couples, if you're just naturally on the same page, or do you have to work at it? Yeah. Is, is, it, a, is it an effort? And uh, for us personally, we were doing the math, and we've been together 13 years plus. Mm-hmm. So we're... Page number in the handbook of one thousand. No, sorry, four thousand seven hundred and forty-five. Did you do the math? I did. That's oh how many my gosh. days we've been together. So this is this book in progress, and it's so hard to be on the same page with your significant <sighs> other, your partner, your lover, your wife, it your is. spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and a lot of people can't do it, and you don't, and they just separate. No. And if couples who are together and they're not on the same page. You can kind of sense it, right? Yeah, and it's really I tense. Mean, yeah, you can you can feel that. So mm-hmm. we're wondering what people do to stay on the same page. Mm-hmm. And for Karen and I, I mean, she literally has written a handbook on me. It's like an owner's manual of sorts. And mm-hmm. I don't know where she got it and who she talked to <laughs> to get this information because I'm really difficult to live with. And yet she has this kind of handbook. So we are exploring this topic of being on the same page with other people and other couples. And we've talked to other couples. Yes. And what they typically tell us is they have a hard time with it. Uh, only a few couples that we know mm-hmm. uh, mesh together and they're kind of on the same page in the same book on a regular basis yeah, for a I th- long time. I think it comes down to how uh, how much are you willing to compromise? I think compromise is huge to be on the same page. I really do. Yeah, it, it's tough to compromise. Too. Sometimes, some things come effortless. One of the yeah. things that Jerry and I are on the same page about are social things. And oh, yeah. um, we both are, I think we're kind of introverted though you would never know to no we're definitely introverted you would never if you follow us on facebook no they're not that's a big bunch of malarkey they're not in no we really are we live in caves we really do and but if you see us out and about yeah we'll we'll engage of course we can talk it up you get this guy activated he is like dean martin at the sands you know Uh, he just just misses his rat pack i just won't shut up yeah that's (laughs) because i want to fill 
space like but, i do on the show like i do at the podcast i fill dead, but dead we just space. look at each other like yeah we've had enough we want to go and, and we could walk into a room and just observe it look around and go what's we've the done escape that many route? times before what's we've the walked escape in, route i looked gotta around, get out looked at here. each other and walked right and out it's just not not our scene at all it, it isn't our scene like we a just hippie know. hipster thing to say but it's just not our thing at all yeah. and we could feel it and mm-hmm. the vibe is not right mm-hmm. and we get intimidated quick and i get socially awkward and next thing you know we're out of there so mm-hmm. she knows that that's my point that's what the whole about the same page yes. idea of this segment is that if she wasn't on the same page she would not know that she would bolt into some social gathering and i'd be left in the back i mean some she, sometimes karen has this uh mom walk that she struts she used to strut into the kids school i wouldn't call it a strut it was just a very it's a power it was a walk. very power determined walk like where are my children in this school and and she'd yes. leave me in the dust every mom has that kind of walk and, I'd and be you're like, looking for your kids i'd be and 20 feet late. behind her trying to keep up with her and i said karen <laughs> i feel like a lost puppy would you just slow it down a notch please yeah but she could do that in social gatherings and mm-hmm. really we try not to do that i don't like to be like 10 paces ahead of her or behind her I want to be on that same page. I want to walk in into a social event mm-hmm. kind of together, not just going that way. We don't mingle separately. No, we, tr- we try not to. But no, it's just a thought I had. Because if I don't get my thought out, yeah, it's, we'll gone. it's gone. And it's forget it. And then I remember it like two weeks later, you know, while I'm at work and it doesn't matter. So I'm going to say it now. Um, and I always say, and, and people who know us know me, I always say we never came out of a box like this, you know. And and we learn. We have learn from previous relationships and one of the things that we have both learned from previous relationships is when you're out with another couple or, or whatever don't um what don't put your significant other down oh. don't make a joke at their expense we do see that a lot we see that a lot and maybe yeah. once uh, or uh, twice uh, uh. <laughs> but if you just yeah. make your partner the butt of your jokes the whole night it becomes awful it becomes awkward at least for the other couples and then it's it's a very awful awkward silent long drive home even if that commute is four minutes yeah but it's terrible and we've learned not to do that once in a while something may slip especially from me because i'm a loose cannon <laughs> and i've said some and it has things i should not have said and it has and we've to learned, each other and yes, to other people and and, and you got to put a muzzle real, on you know me. you kind of like why would you say yeah that? i know wow shame you on know, me like, you're what right did I say what did i say yeah exactly yeah i don't even realize it at times yeah and it's and then i've i've been witness to other couples where um it starts kind of playful and then it gets personal and it gets hurtful and it's not funny anymore and then these two have a vendetta against each other and yeah, then you're you witness to this it. and it's awful yeah. if you're fighting with your significant other okay this is my advice okay i'm going off on a tangent we got if advice. you're if you're going advice out from Karen. if you're going out with another couple or you have a party to go to and you're fighting with your significant other if you can't put on a brave face for a couple hours then don't go do not go into a social situation when you're mad so just at be your fake? partner. Kind of pretend. If you have to, if, let's just say you can't get out of an event. Yeah. Let's just say it's, um, I don't know. Just some social game. Some like social, a party, a, gal. a party. You and you, Gala. you cannot get out of the event. Right. And you gotta go. If you can, and you gotta sit next to your person. Suck it up. Buttercup. Buttercup. <laughs> for at least for coming. a couple hours, and then have it out. Do not go at all. Don't bring your negative energy 
to that. Okay, gathering. then what do you do after the fact? Do you exp- then you do you talk it out then and try to find that out. same yes. page theory again? Yes, that's awfully hard to do. It is hard to do. And Just don't go to the don't go to the event. That's my thing. Don't go to the event. You've been there. I've been there. I've been there. to too many events, especially for my job. I've had to attend all these events. No, I'm yeah. just saying that. I know. You've been to those situations. That y- yeah. you're fighting with your partner. Yeah. Hey, oh, we got to go. Yeah, that's the worst You feeling. know. Yeah. Then you walk mm. in the door. You're smiling and you fade. And then you're like, oh, my God, he's such a jerk. You know, and you, you find somebody that will listen to you for two hours. Yeah. And it's awful. So you awful. can vent and so dump on vent, them. And vent yeah. and you just you just you know, throw daggers at each other the whole night. You're not having a good time. Well, we started the segment on the same page, and Karen has taken us to a different book. So let's just continue with that book for another minute. <laughs> what do you think? It's my thought. Okay, yeah, I get it. And I've had some coffee because, again. She's jacked up on caffeine, everyone. <laughs> oh, oh it's my she God. said, he said, after dark. Oh, that's what it is, the after dark. <laughs> she gets more surly after dark. No, I need more energy after dark, you know, because it's getting to our bedtime here. And So we hear back from viewers and listeners, and they do give us feedback to our shows, and I want feedback on this as well. Oh, um, absolutely. Of being on the yes. same page or not, because it's awfully difficult to be on the same page consistently. We yes. know just a few couples who can do it. Mm-hmm. We try to do it we attempt to do it sometimes it's seamless sometimes it's not sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes that compromise and effort and if you're struggling for that we would like to know exactly how you do it Mm -hmm. how you can cope and get through that especially if your couple has been together five years 10 years 15 20 and you still can do that Mm -hmm. kudos to you Mm -hmm. and amazing yes what's more fun than going on a road trip or a vacation going on a road trip or vacation with your significant other i don't know some people aren't all for that because you're in this little tight quarters for a long distance. Not if you bring your kids. I'm sorry. No, I meant meant couples even even without the kids. It could be difficult. with your kids, that's a whole nother story. But how do you travel with companions if you you enjoy it? Even if you just run daily errands. I mean, who is in the driver's seat usually? Who's in the passenger seat? Mm -hmm. Who adjusts the volume on the audio? And and are you listening to music? Are you listening to her music or his music? Podcast? Nothing at all? Do you Mm -hmm. have your best conversations? Some of our best conversations have been driving home. Yes, they have. Conversations and we post videos and stuff on social media because we just have fun doing it and we have some of our best conversations that yeah. we would not have otherwise. We don't know if it's because the driving thing, if that yeah, somehow you activates know, something. Yeah, or you're just thinking your something. thoughts and you just voice your thoughts. Got nothing else to do. You're stuck in a car, you know. So you might as well just talk. And usually Jerry drives, thank goodness, because he's a much better driver than and I, I like am. And I being in control because I'm a control freak, so I'm always in the driver's seat, literally. I wouldn't say you're a control freak, but in the car you are. I am. I like. And he drives with such finesse. I tell you what, I have seen this man drive through Times Square. I have seen this man drive through the Loop. He's amazing. He just has nerves of steel and the patience of a saint. It's a heat-seeking missile I am. The problem with being a heat-seeking missile as a driver and how I drive is that I miss stuff. I mean, mm. Karen sees stuff. It's a good example of our lives in many ways of how we do things. Is I, I can get stuff done like now, but I miss stuff along the way. I miss sights. I miss sounds. I miss tourism opportunities, visit things. I mean, Mm -hmm. Karen sees things and experiences things that I don't notice. And this Mm -hmm. is the difference we have in our relationship. So our compromise, getting back to that first segment of finding a compromise to be on the same page, is that I will slow down. I will look at things. I will observe things. Mm -hmm. Typically, when I'm alone, I do not. I'm just a flare. You know, yes. I am there and I get stuff done. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the opportunities where I can actually see the rest of the world. 
Yes. Right? And one of the ways I do that is I always take the back roads. Back roads Barloga is her nickname because her maiden name is Barloga. Yes. And my dad always had many different ways to get to a destination. It was like the Rube Goldberg award <laughs> to there, get. We'll get. Drop over here. So I know a lot of back roads to get to a lot of places. And I love it. And I think it's fun. It's not the fastest. Oh, no. But it is the more scenic. And I, I always go for the more scenic route. And so... Um, on a previous, she said, he said episode, we talked about pet peeves and one of, it's a, it's a fun pet peeve. It's not a, like a bad one, but, um, Jerry will always ask me and he even oh, asked me on the I, way I here. I did it tonight. He will, in all seriousness, he will yeah. look at me and say, what's what the it? fastest way to get there? And I will look at an imaginary camera and go, I just forget. Have we met? Get, have we met? I want to get places like I do not know the fastest like way to get anywhere. Ago, I want to get somewhere fast. You want to get there and I in trust your own my GPS time? Let me that. know. I'll, I'll show you a back way to get there. And then I ask her, and then I get this response, and then she hesitates, and I go, what am I doing? I don't know. Why am I asking her I again? I have no idea. It's the last person I should ask, but she's the only person in the car, so I ask her. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm just curious. I want to get somewhere, you know? We're Can I late. go off on a quick tangent about, yes. about stuff like that? This yeah. is just a very quick tangent. In this day and age, it is GPS is the most amazing invention ever. Isn't it, folks? I mean, my gosh, when we go back like 30 years, 40 years, when we had to get directions. Oh, the to Rand get, McNally map. Oh, the Ram McNally. Oh, or, or you just say, oh, well, I live by McDonald's, and oh, yeah, you're going to you, turn you left, hang a left at by old the McWaters dead farm. oak tree. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. That's nuts. You can't do that anymore. That's nuts. It's just telling you where to go. It's the most amazing thing ever. You can never get lost. Turn left. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I tell my kids all the time, I do sound like some old, you know, fuddy-duddy, and I'll wear it proudly. But, yeah, they just punch it in, and there they go. It's, it's great. We label our GPS Joan, who's the office manager for the old show Mad Men on Bravo. And Joan was the smartest person in the room. The office manager. So yeah. Joan directs us wherever she we She directs drive. us, and she has a lovely voice, and yeah, so it's... But don't you miss the old days of maybe getting no, lost, figuring things out? No. But your back roads, Barlogue, I thought you'd like that. Well, yeah, I guess you're right, but no, I love a GPS much better. So if you're in a relationship, who's in the driver's seat, who's not, and is it okay if you guys can... Pull it off. Yeah. Like if you're like if your partner wants to wander and you don't really want to wander and mm -hmm. sightsee and tour. I mean, how do you make that happen? Oh, you know, getting back to us. I don't. And when we go I on vacation, like I we got one potty break, I am one a, gas station break. We're there in eight hours. I love. Boom. I love kitschy rest stops. I love oh, boring yeah, right. rest stops. Yeah. I love anything touristy. Tourist Last trap. Last time we were at a shops. rest stop, she stopped and her and her daughter Sarah were looking at kitty cats or kittens. And I thought I misplaced them. I thought I misplaced, you know, like what happened to Karen? I sent her a text, mm -hmm. remember? And you're looking at cats. Where is that? Some rest area. We're just there last week. It doesn't matter. <gasps> oh, my god! She's looking, she's looking at gosh. cats outside yes. the restroom. We, we were coming back from Bloomington, and we, we stopped at this rest stop somewhere outside and of saying, Indianapolis. And I'm saying, three minutes, and let's go. Get back went, in the car. Sarah saw a straight cat. Schedule. And so she's like, ooh, a little kitty. And not oh only did god. we see one straight cat, we saw like five of them all coming out from under the woodwork. It was the coolest thing ever. It was the lamest thing ever. No, it was so cool. It was so cool. You're the cat. You and Sarah are the straight cats. That's who they <laughs> Are. For like feral or <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but so if is, does your partner look for these stray cats in life? Because I wouldn't even notice them. I wouldn't even even know they they were there. Who cares? 
Five dead cats outside a rest area. They were not dead. Did I say dead? You just did. But oh, they sorry. weren't dead. Did they I were cute. Dead? They were really dead. cute cats. Just kind of crawling around. They're the damn cats. It's after dark, I can wow. say that. Wow. <laughs> okay, f- pretty little fluffy cats outside a rest area. They seem very friendly. <laughs> they seem very friendly. But yeah, that's that's how I am Like when yeah. we go yeah. on a vacation. And maybe your spouse or partner or a significant other. You know, it gives you that kind of a yin-yang kind of balance, mm-hmm. kind of balances thing out with you. Yeah. Because if you, you can't be too much like me, maybe you can't be too much like Karen. It's okay. <laughs> Demeander, you get there eventually, I didn't even right? touch the cats, but, you know, if yeah, they came up to me, the I cat. might have. Yeah, that'd be, you know, that'd be the deal the breaker cats, there. But, but, you know. Speaking of that, one last thing. We were shopping once, I think it was at Home Depot Menards. We're looking mm-hmm. for a refrigerator, right? Yes. And um, and it's the whole concept, again, of, of leading and following, who's taking charge, and our, our right. personalities reflect in our, in our shopping habits as well. Mm-hmm. We were looking for a refrigerator, and uh, we were get, we were getting the deal done, right? Yeah, well, you were doing, we, you were doing the talking. We found what we wanted. I was we just were ready looking to go. at other refrigerators we that was way out of our on, budget. We need to sign on the dotted line or whatever. I'm just opening closing doors, and looking yeah, where the ice Karen's machine is. Karen's walking around. Just, I couldn't even find her in the aisle. I was aisle. seeing if there was fake food in she, the refrigerator because they used to put fake oh food in the refrigerator. Yes, of course. And I was just seeing if there was still like plastic food in she there. She puts the me in the word meander. <laughs> That's what she does. Oh, my God. There's so much to look at. I had to track her down inside the store going, Karen, I used one word. One word. He looked at me right in the eye and, and said? Focus. Focus. Focus, Karen. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. We have a major purchase. She's looking for it's fake food. Appliance. She's looking for fake food and other appliances we can't afford. <laughs> Come on. That's an example. Yes. Same page, leaders and followers, right? Yes. So if you pull it off, let us know how you do it. Oh, I know. Maybe I don't do it with enough tact. But I thought we were talking about like vacations and stuff. Oh, sorry. No? I tangented it off, didn't I? I think you did. But one thing that I am about followers, that's but well, one thing that I I am in vacations, I love anything kitschy, campy, tourist (sighs) trap, anything like that. I'm that person. I am that target. You know, she gets on old Polaroid camera with Uh a neck. Yeah, stupid museums. I will go to any Ripley's. Believe it or not, I love them. I dig them the most. I don't care. I will. I will buy the T-shirt. Well, not anymore. Afterward, it's the gift shop after. I get a magnet now. I used to get get the whole thing, but now it's just a magnet. Sometimes a pen. But I used to do all of that stuff, and I still, I love to appreciate a good gift shop. You know what I'm saying? And, guess, and speaking of the best shops in the world. Guess who hates gift shops? He does. Okay, sorry. What's the best thing in the world? Bucky's. Oh, my God. Okay, we agree on this. We typically disagree on most of these issues. We both love our Bucky's. Have you been to a Bucky's? Have you been to a Bucky's yet? They're There's usually in the none south. around it's here. It's like a They're big truck stop, convenience store. They're as big as like four Walmarts. They're amazingly large. They're amazing. Yeah. And we saw signs when we were driving off the first time in the south. We were driving to San Antonio. Which is quite a heck of a drive. Oh, it was a long way to go. Either way, we're driving. We saw a little sign, Bucky's, like in well, 50 we wouldn't miles just or quite see. Remember? We would see Bucky the Beaver, just his little face. <laughs> Bucky and the then Beaver it would say, face. World's best taffy, and then oh, it would say, yeah. then it would have Bucky the Beaver, and it would say, Bucky's uh, a big tease. That's what Bucky <laughs> it is. Would, then it would say, uh, world's best largest uh, candy supply candy selection, or whatever like, it might wow. be. And then you would just. And we're say asking, this, what, we're the like, what the heck is Bucky? this? What's what a is Bucky's? This little, this little guy? I thought it was like a Stuckies, like a poor man Stuckies. Yeah, I that's thought it was like that. It was or a wall drug. Anybody been to wall drug? That's like in South Dakota. Anyway, so we finally. 
saw a Bucky's and we were so entranced. Yeah, like a truck stop on steroids. It was amazing. Yeah. It was super clean. The bathrooms were clean. Best a coffee bathrooms selection ever, as by far the as the eye can see. Best it bathrooms. was amazing. And we had it like even a, had restroom attendants that would guide you in. Yeah, this little lights, open. like they green go. light, red light, <laughs> and they were ridiculous. clean. And they had this amazing the wafting of smell of oh, yeah, that's true. of candied pecans Boy, Bucky's nuggets. and barbecue. Nuggets, and, right? Are they called nuggets? Yes. That well, I'm addicted to? Well, that was to? one of the things. Oh, like, my oh, it's God. A little car- caramel puff yeah, we popcorn. Wanna, and we want to go on a trip just to get Bucky's we, again. And after that nuggets. initial um, stop, I made Jerry stop at every single Bucky's oh, we my saw, God, whether or not did. we needed gas or not. Yeah, it didn't so matter. I could buy something like a T-shirt, yeah, a towel, a coffee cup, you know, <laughs> whatever. That explains everything. <laughs> so which partner are you in a relationship? Are you the Bucky's loving backroads Barloga kind of person? Or are you the heat seeking missile? Let's just get there. Can we just get back in the so car? So we can go home. Can we- <laughs> or to our destination. Yes. Or to our destination on time-ish. <laughs> Not meandering, chasing cats and buying Bucky's nuggets. Or is it yeah, but then you like Bucky's those nuggets Bucky's bu- nuggets. Those yeah. Bucky's nuggets are the best. Either way, which one are you? We're curious. Get yeah. back it's if you'd like. You're more like me. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is. I'm always, I'm always the bad guy in this. No, no, no. It doesn't I'm just matter. saying. So, Karen, there's all kinds of topics people will talk about, especially with me with my job. And, oh, and, yes. and they don't mind. It's presidential the table. politics. It's, it's abortion. It's um, gas prices. It's inflation. It's uh, sex issues. It's personality conflicts. It's it's everything. But there's yes. one subject that people will shy away from talking with, not only me, but with you or all of us in public. You mm-hmm. know what that is? It's money, money matters. It's money. It's money. It's finances and income and how much money do you make and what do you spend and what's in your wallet and how much do you what's got in, in the wallet? bank? Well, how much is in your checking account? Yeah, it's, what's it's, your credit card limit debt? What's your credit score? Yeah, what's your credit score? These are things that Can people you afford don't that? talk about too often. And yeah. when I broach it, you could just see people kind of recoil and go, mm-hmm. wait, let's go back to politics or abortion or yeah. something, or religion. Ask about my personal relationship with God that I don't have anymore. Or ask about, did did I have an abortion 20 years ago when I was young? But yeah. don't ask what's don't ask in my what checking account. Yeah, don't ask my earned income. There, the, it is. Either people we've in our circle, there are certain people that don't mind talking about money and how much they have. If they have it or uh, if not. If they have it or they embellish, you can never trust it. We know no. uh, people in our circle that... We have a circle? We do have a circle. Okay, That Go make ahead. quite a bit of money. Oh, yeah. Yet they will never talk about it yeah. and they get offended. That's a class act right there. If you bring it up. Um, That's true. Yeah. So we don't even mention it. Don't even so go we don't even all. mention it. Even though I'm always curious. Yes. Like, I'm curious what you make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, whoever's watching or listening, I'm curious, really, what, I, I just think it's, what it's, you earn. I earn think it's, it's very interesting. It's very personal. And yeah, why? It, why is that such a personal I don't know. Part of I think social structure? Some, why somehow does that I think get it has a stigma. Like, you make only that. Oh, only that or too much? Yeah, you can either you be, be looked down upon or, or you could be um, maybe admired or you could just. Because I've never made much money, and all my life, for decades, I've always struggled financially. Mm-hmm. So I never really minded telling people, like, I'm broke. I don't have much money. <laughs> don't ask me for money because I don't ha- have any. I don't have much money, and I, I've always struggled for it. It never yeah. came easy to me. Mm-hmm. All of that. So maybe I didn't think of it in those terms. No. I never thought that I have so much where I'm embarrassed to disclose my W-2 information at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, look, $21,000 or something. Ooh, you know, look, yeah. look, look what I'm doing. and. 
So it is interesting because people will shy away from this topic. And mm-hmm. it fast, I'm going to write a column about it next week. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a coworker about this, and she's in her 20s, and she mm-hmm. mentioned the same thing. Uh, even her friends in that different generation, they just don't generally talk about that. They won't disclose, like, if you got a new job, well, how much did you make? Or what did they offer like, you? Well, what was the counteroffer? Yeah, what, gonna, you, what are you yeah, earning? Talk about that. Checking yeah. account, savings account, I, I guess credit debt. You could be afraid to be judged, I think. In both ways? In both Judge ways. people look down at you and look up, like, don't mm-hmm. be so snooty, you make so much money? Yeah, or, well, you make so much money, you can afford that, or you can go there, you <gasps> oh, can do that. Why don't you pay true. for this? Yeah, why don't you, know? you pick up the check yeah, every time we exactly. go out? You make right. so much money. You're you making, know? like, triple figures, right? Yeah, or, Six you, figures. or you look down on. You're like, ugh. Then no, that's all like you that. do, oh, right? Gee. Yeah. You're that age and you only make yeah, that much. People are so judgy. We're so judgy. People, really? that's me. I'm, we're judgy we're too. Very judgy. We're super judgmental, but. Not to you, just, though. No, of course no. not. We love you. Yeah. But what do you mean? We love you, but what do I don't know. It's not important to me. I really, I don't, I don't want to know what, how much you make. Um, I don't want people to know how much I make either. You I know? just want to know why you don't want to disclose it. So you don't have to give me a figure. I don't know. I but just, you can tell me why you don't disclose the figure. I just figure. don't think it's anybody's That's what I'd business. Like to know. I think people are afraid yeah, of why? being judged. Oh, but it, but they're not afraid of being judged about their stance Isn't on that abortion, funny? politics, religion, God, like any of those. What their lifestyle is. Sex what lives, they can afford. parenting, relationships, marital problems. Mm-hmm. They'll talk about pretty much everything. Yeah, but not money. Yeah, it's like, shh. Why? I once had a patient years ago ask me point blank what I made. What'd you year. say? I said, it's None of your business. Well, I kind of did My say that Karen. in a very professional way. I said, did Well, you? that, yeah, just, that's kind of none of your business. And then this woman kept pushing me to the point where she Googled how much a di- uh, dental hygienist makes and she read it in front of me. And it wasn't what I made. And I said, well, that's what Google says, but that's not what I that's make. That's like a base or something. I'm yeah, like, right. I don't know what she was getting at. And this was many years ago. And I just, I wish I was the hygienist. What? I wish I had the mouth and the mentality back then. Oh, you didn't have it then? That I do now. Because if she was in my chair now, I... What would you say? I would just say... I said good day. I would say it's none of your business and stop asking me. Oh, And I then see. I'd walk out of the room. Okay, here's the, the dilemma, though. Okay. This happened to me. I was doing a presentation at a school, and this wasn't too long ago, mm-hmm. and a bunch of young kids, and one of the kids raised their hand. I said, any question, ask anything you want about my job, career, whatever you'd like to ask about. Because I got into the... Um, journalism business with cartooning so yes. kids love the whole cartooning aspect mm-hmm. so i was at they're asking questions what yes. did you draw how did you draw that kind of stuff mm-hmm. one kid raised the hand and he says how much do you make how much money do you make um with your job because they were curious right and that stopped me i go wow adults don't ask that question no i told the kids that i go adults just don't ask that question mm-hmm. especially at a public press can you imagine that presentation a mayor or anybody with it it's, oh yeah that's exactly salaries, right. but anybody a ceo and you just kind of right. ask what they make no but it doesn't happen mm-hmm. the kid asked me this and i just i said i had to think about it I go well i think it's like 25 dollars an hour mm-hmm. this was i forget when it was a few years ago but i think it was roughly about that and he says oh <laughs> i don't want to be a journalist and, yeah they all were like oh yeah and i go well, well see, that's, that's the point again it's like when you tell them it, it deflates up the until, balloon, Up until though. the moment you said how, what the income they was, were you were like the superhero. You were a magician. You could do anything. You can write. You, you could you could jump out of airplanes and wow, you could write about it. You can meet it. celebrities and you can touch people, make them cry, make them laugh, you make them angry. Have your schedule. Oh, that's you Right from a Starbucks, right, whatever mm, it might be. Yeah, okay. as soon as I disclosed that, everything kept wah, wah, wah. Uh, Well, maybe in a way. I'm not sure. They still like the dynamics of the job, but that did change things. But I was really impressed that the kid asked that Yeah. because adults don't. Yes. So when we see you again next, uh, we'll bring a kid with us, and they, <laughs> we'll say, "Ask Tom 
what he makes. We're just curious. You didn't get it from us, kid. Just ask him because you're a little innocent kid. Yes. <laughs> and don't worry. We will never ask how much you make because we never. don't care. Nah, not really. Really just don't. Just curious why. And don't ask us because it'll embarrass us. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we had our first segment of Just Like That, favorite song of the week. Yes. It's called Just Like That because Bonnie Raitt has a song that she won the Grammy for, Song of the Year, called Just, Just Like That. Just Like That. We highly recommend you give it a listen. Yeah, you're going to get maybe sobby when you when you listen to the lyrics. Very, but either way, that was, that's song. why this segment is called Just, Just like, like That. The song of the week for Just Like That this week is a song called? Book of Love by Peter Gabriel. And the reason why we chose that is last week we celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary. Ding! We made it a year. One year. That's nothing. Good God. No, think I of know. that. My God. But this particular it's, song way, we chose uh, as the opening song as um, Sarah walked down the aisle, Jerry and his niece Emma walked down the aisle, and I walked down the aisle with my son. He gave me away. And the song was chosen by Karen after much deliberation. And mm -hmm. we were going to go with David Bowie's Heroes, but yes. we changed to Book of Love. Because Heroes is a very cool song, and we love it. We still love it. We can be heroes just for one day, just like our wedding. But the lyrics didn't quite vibe with what we were trying to. But Book of Love. But Book did. of Love does. And we'll play a segment for you in a second. But mm -hmm. first, we asked some of our listeners and viewers yeah, and what, readers, what is your song? So, what are you listening to this we, week? Yes, I'm exactly. What are you listening to this week? Like, what song is in your head? It hasn't escaped you. And here's some of the feedback. Uh, Jerry H. said, Freedom by John Baptiste, which is a wonderful song. And I have had that album as well on mm -hmm. Spotify. And I love it. It's a great choice, Jerry. Um, Chris said, Crossing Muddy Waters by John Hyatt. Mm -hmm. A Hoosier songwriter, singer-songwriter who I also really like love, John, John Hyatt. Yes. Crossing Muddy Waters. That's by Chris. Uh, my son Josh said, Because the Night, sung by Natalie Merchant and the other, what, 99, no, 9,999 other maniacs, because she's, of course, with 10,000 maniacs. Yes. Tom B. said, The Galway Girl by Steve Earle, which I've never heard that, that, so we're going to listen to that later. Yes. Linda P. said, Only in America by Brooks and Dunn. Are you a fan of Brooks and Dunn? I do. I'm familiar with some of their music. Yeah, have you heard this one? No, Only I have in America. not. We're going to check this one out mm -hmm. as well. That's her song of the week. And Stephen H. said, Sarah by Fleetwood I'm Mac. very familiar with that one. I love that one. Yeah, of course. Yes. And her, of course, our daughter is named Sarah. So mm -hmm. no Not after that song, but this no. is a good song. So we appreciate you getting back with us. Of yeah, your, give us some more uh, ideas. Of your song of the week. What's in your head like an earworm? You can't shake it out. Or you listen to it again and again. And you never get tired of it. You never get tired of it. So mm -hmm. for us, it's Book of Love by Peter Gabriel. For the reasons we stated earlier, we're going to give you a little sample of it right now. Yeah. So Karen picked this specifically so we could walk down the aisle so it's slow paced and she had everybody measured out step by step to go a certain amount down the aisle when a certain phrase came up, yes. right? A certain lyric came up, yes. a certain beat. She'd go, now you. Cool. <laughs> it's just and a go. very cool song. So I if you haven't it. heard Book of Love by Peter Gabriel, you should check it out. You could Spotify it, stream mm -hmm. it, whatever you'd like. Listen to it. Absorb it. Absorb it. Take yeah, it in. Take it in slowly. Yeah, it's not, it's not that kind of stuff. Next week, we're going to have a more of a rocking song. Sure. Uh, I'm thinking of Cult of Personality by Living Color. Cause That's I, great. It'll be a different vibe than this vibe. But this vibe, we're going to bring it on down a little bit. This is when Sarah, now go. Yeah. I love it. So check it out. Book of Love, Peter Gabriel. Mm -hmm. That's our song of the week for Just Like that yeah. and with that we want everyone to have a great week yeah and we will see you next time and thank you so much for tuning in and listening and please share 
Like, subscribe, listen to all us. the above. And Spotify, iHeart, Odyssey, Google, uh, and, and, and WY.com. Of course. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a good week. You've been listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich. Sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. And recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. Find us at nwi.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.